points. Chris Coleman with a monumental effort here at High Sense Arena. <laughs> this man is doing it in one of the best leagues in the world, outside the NBA. Hashtag see incredible. Hashtag see incredible. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the NBL News Podcast. Joined by Aiden once again. What's going on, Aiden? Nothing much. Happy Chinese New Year. Yeah, I mean, eventful round nine. Uh, big brawl we definitely have to talk about. Um, but there's a lot of other topics that uh, talk about a bit of NBA stuff as well, related to the NBL. This week, Aiden is, is giving me his, his five rapid questions, so something a little bit different. Yep, something different once. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm saying yes or no this time. Um, but let's get underway. I think the the obvious thing we need to talk about first is the brawl between the Perth Wildcats and the Sydney Kings, or should I say Matt Hodgson. I mean, <laughs> watching that, I mean, I, I tweeted out, what was, what was he thinking in the brain department? He just, I don't know what John Vasilievich said, but... He just lost it out of nowhere, Hosgen, and decided to slap Vasilievich twice in the head, twice. I thought that's got to be a very long suspension for him. Um, when you saw that, Aiden, what, what was your initial reaction? Well, the first one, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be one. And then he did the second one, like, what the fuck? So, yeah, yeah it was it was just odd because the, there wasn't even in play. It was The ball was, like, outside of play. It wasn't even... Yeah, it wasn't in the field of players. Brain, it was a brain fade. It was I don't know what's going on. Um, I think they released the uh, fines for the Sydney Kings players. Uh, Cooks yep. got seven fifty, I believe, because he got fined before in that earlier Illawarra fight this season. And I think Adams, Martin, who else got fined? Someone, a couple of other fined. players from Sydney got fined three hundred and fifty, I think, for their involvement. Hosgen. Um, will be suspended. We don't know yet. That will be announced today, I think, later today. So this will be after the podcast. But uh, um, what do you predict, Aiden? I'm I'm saying, I'm saying uh, at least two, but I, I think he'll end up with three or four. It'll be three weeks. It will be offered four, and then he'll take the yeah, three weeks. I think he'll he'll get yeah early guilty plea of of three games and a probably a. Yeah. Yeah, probably really a seven fifty dollar fine as well. Um, but no, you know, I reckon it's a one k. He's under one k fine. It's probably seven fifty. One k fine. That's a lot of money. Well, that's a lot of money. That's, that's a, a huge fine compared to the others. What was there was one a couple of weeks ago? It was two hundred dollars. I don't know. No, I reckon it'd be one k. I reckon it'd be one k. It was about a pair of basketball shoes, but um, else what else was there in the round? It was Melbourne United. They lost to to the Adelaide Thirty Sixes. That was a would you say it was a bit of a surprise loss, or was it bound to happen? The the streak. Was I reckon, banging. like I said, you were cursing them. You were saying, "Mommy, I'm going <laughs> to." I told you that. I know they won the first game of the round. I was fine, but it was yeah. you know. I think we put too much pressure on them and just put the commentators curse. Yeah, it's, I think credit to Ally. Ally was phenomenal. I think people forget how made, how big of an impact Mitch McCarron is on any NBL side. Um, Adelaide lose that game yeah. to Tassie in, in Tasmania. They lose by five points and they realistically should have easily won that game. They come out a couple of days later and they, they beat Melbourne United on their home court, who was on an eight-game win streak. So anything can happen in this league. That's that's what makes it so exciting. And um, uh, both Adelaide games now, 
postponed, I believe, cancelled, whatever it is. Um, so they're not playing. They get a bye this week. Um, but McCarran's just a huge impact. Bearstow has been unreal. I've got to say, best, best value signing this season by a country mile. Seriously, what a signing that was. Cam Bearstow uh, averaging the most oh, rebounds in the, in the league. Um, what was your take from, from, would you say an upset Melbourne United's lost to Adelaide? You know, I, I, I do say it's an upset. I was yeah. kidding about Curtis in there. Yeah. But I feel like with Sunday and Mitch McCarron, the team's been like, you can't, when one of them's missing, it's, the other one has to step up more and then it's harder for one of them. But, Do Adelaide need another import? Yeah. They need another big. If, if they want to make finals, I think they need someone. Jerome Randall wouldn't be too bad right now. He's, he's begging for that 10-day. <laughs> Todd um, Wilfries was good on the weekend. Though, I must he's admit. good. He Todd stepped Wilfries. up. He, he, was on, he was on some thin ice a bit, but uh, he stepped up, had a really good performance. Um, and he's just consistent. Dusty Hannes, he's, he hasn't been getting as many minutes, which has been surprising, but um, he's sure he, he deserves at least 25, and at least 30 for the sixes. Um, Jack Jumpers, can the Jack Jumpers stay competitive? They had some two solid wins on the uh, on the weekend. Uh, One good win, and they smashed the breakers. I mean, I, I find that a really, I know the breakers are, are probably worse team in the comp right now, but. Um, a win against any team by 30 for the Jack, well, 20-odd, you know, it's a huge win for them. Um, but c- can the Jack Jumpers stay this competitive throughout the whole season, Aiden, or, or do they need to do something else? Well, they're going to be fanned out against the higher teams. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago, when South East, when they were down, Tassie were up by four, I think, at the half time. Mm. They're going to just, well, if they can stay, you know, well, they haven't been on the road, so wait till they go on the road. But, um, First, first road win, road <laughs> win, yeah. Like Guys, the home court. Come on, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Jack Jumpers will stay this competitive, but they still, might surprise some teams. Yeah, there's still got to be a team that's got to surprise other other teams. So, um, will like well, be surprising teams and being close in some games. I mean, when we say stay competitive it can mean lots of different things i mean um can they compete for a final spot or can they just come out and and play some really good basketball against top teams you know it can mean different things but i think more they they won't make i don't think they'll stay in the hunt for the finals but they'll be they'll be a team that could still as you said surprise teams um they could the teams yeah, they'll they'll finish lower end of the of the ladder, but they'll still be close. You know, they'll be under ten point games against most teams in the league. So, um, they're doing doing all right for the first season. I think their aim should be to get a better record than the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in their first year, and and just well, build I those. Yeah, I think they nearly did. To be honest, yeah, and just build build those those locals on those multi year deals. Um, so I have to mention Jared Bearstow again, three years and and Cam um anyway breakers i want to talk about the breakers and i know it's been tough last couple of years they haven't been able to play many home games they've been away from their family and away from home but um i, I just think you know that 30 point loss to the jack jumpers was horrendous i mean they were missing Siva. i don't know why randall didn't play it and he was on the bench right there chase on randall yeah no i looked at that up because apparently he was injured as well Really? No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I said on a tweet when I put it on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I missed out on seeing Renault tweet, but apparently everyone's right. on the same tweet. Um, good to see Renault is there if they need him, but anyway, I don't think there should be. I'm I don't know if this is wrong saying this, but there sh- there shouldn't be an excuse for them to perform this badly, even though they're not going to be home for a while. You know, I feel like they still can be a competitive team, and I don't think they they have a can't find the word, but a good organisation right now. I mean... Oh, no. He's putting a good, not good organisation into cards. Matt Walsh has got to be upset. But, I, I mean, yeah, you can say they, they haven't been at home and they, they've got to struggle this season for sure. But I think a 30-point, like a 20, 30-point loss to the Jack Jumpers is, is inexcusable for them. And uh, as, you know, how should they rebuild this team? I've got some options, Aiden. All right. I've got a question for you before you start. Explain to me why they start not playing minutes for Rob Lowe and they're giving sentiments. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's, it's kind of inexcusable. Like you can claim, it's, you know, that they're struggling with their away from home all season, but Perth are going to be a team that's still probably going to make finals, even though they're going to be away for a while. Obviously, it's not the same level as the Breakers, but they're going yeah, to be away Rob from played. home for probably the rest of the season. Perth, and they look like a very good team still. So, as I said, I think it's inexcusable for them to just lose by that that amount and not be, uh, you know, at the bottom of the table. But um, my idea to rebuild them next season, I think they need to completely rebuild this team. Um, I've said it before. I've, I've said it probably a couple of times in my hot takes, but breakers won't make the finals with Dan Schmier and, and Matt Walsh at the helm. But um, they, I, I feel like they need a new coach, Dan Schmier. I'm not too sure. He's always had questionable substitutions. Um, he's not playing Rob Lowe. He's playing one of his DPs. Rob Lowe had zero. Yeah, no exactly. I'm, I'm always questionable. Bring in a New Zealand coach. Breakers, they, if they're going to be a successful organisation again, add more New Zealand flavour to it. Get a New Zealand coach. There's, there's plenty out there right now. Piero Cameron, Judd Flavel for next season. He, I feel like it's time for him to be a head coach, current assistant coach of the Phoenix um, even bring Paul Hanare back from from Japan. Um, there's, there's some there's some good Kiwi options right now um, that can coach. So um, I feel like they they need more New Zealand flavour in that team and um, some some more New Zealand players as well. Um, oh, out of contract. Bring bring back the Webs as much as people want to complain about the Webster's not being in the league. You know whatever that is, but. Bring the back the breakers. They they want to be a good franchise. Bring Ty Webster, bring Corey Webster, bring these New Zealand players back. And why they were so successful uh, back in the two thousand and early two thousand tens. I mean, they had lots of great Kiwi players. They had a great um, Kiwi coach, Paul Hanaro. They had Andre Lamarus, who wasn't Kiwi, but they had a great coach. They had you know a great culture, and I think they just don't have that culture right now. And they need to build upon it again. So they need a complete rebuild. Um, get rid of Matt Walsh as an owner because that's the only way the Websters will come back. I, I feel like they're not happy with the, the management and that's why they both left. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they need a complete rebuild. Who are you building the team around though? Which I player are you think, building the team yeah, around? I don't think Dan Shamir should be there by the end of next season. If he continues and Breakers finish bottom of the ladder I and mean, he's there next season, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Now, Evan, who are you building the team around though? Who are you putting... Like, who's the marquee player on this team? Is it Finn or is it Yanni? Or is it Abbo? 
Well, Abbo's about, well, Thomas Abercrombie is about to, to retire probably soon. He's been having a lot of injuries the last two years, but um, Finn or Yanni? Uh, well, both. Probably Finn. Both. Finn. Finn's been here for, at the Breakers for longer. I have a feeling he won't be at the Breakers next season. I think he's on a one-year deal now. I feel like he'll go to Europe next season. Just have a feeling. But, um, yeah, they need more Kiwi flavour in that team. Um, they got three guarding. They've got too many point guards. Get a New Zealand coach. Get some better owners, et cetera, et cetera. They need to rebuild their organisation. Um, but, yeah. You know what I can do? I don't know trades don't exist, but imagine we'll make a white white for Leo. For who? Joe Luella or Chul? No, the Alpha. Big oh, the Alpha. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Bring the Alpha back to New Zealand. Um, but yeah, uh, NBA or NBA games. Matt Loge broke, broke the headlines this week that up to a dozen NBA teams are interested in playing NBA teams. And, and, and people fought in the comment section, and they fought, oh, we've got to get some games in Australia. And that is a dream. But I don't think that will happen uh, definitely this year. Um, next five years. Next, well, I'll give it a couple more years, but I don't think it's happening anytime soon for an NBA team to travel down here. Um, it would be great to get a couple of NBA teams play against each other and then also play some NBL teams. But I think at the moment, it's just going to be NBL teams traveling to the NBA team to, them, to, to, to America, <laughs> America to play. Um, but which four teams uh, Matt Loge mentioned, I think Jeremy Lillie actually mentioned in the article, it says that probably a maximum of four NBA teams will get over there, but still there'll be eight NBA teams. So they play a couple of games. Those NBA teams, um, what matchups or what teams do you want to see? Aiden? I want to see LA OKC. I yep, just want to see, you know, it sounds like OKC are locked in as well to play. As a selfish Spurs fan, I wouldn't want to see chocolate only against an NBA team. Yep. Um, well, which four, which four NBL teams would you take along to, to, to well, Scott Roth has said that he wants to go, so Tassie would be one, really. Uh, mm-hmm. I would be, I don't know why they would go, I don't think they should go, they should build a team and build like the club up. It's Phoenix time to go, I reckon. They've built the club, they've built the fan base. They can, I'm not saying they will win the chip, but if they win the chip this year, I reckon I'll go. United will always go. I just feel like if you're a big club like Melbourne, Sydney and Perth, if you want to go, they'll go. They have the money. They don't need to worry about that. I want to see a Canson go up. Mm. Like, see, like have a I worry about can- teams like Cairns and Tassie because they'll probably get absolutely killed. And they already have a low budget. The way they're playing, yeah. So I'd say if it had to be four teams... You know what, Illawarra? Gorgian. Gorgian, honestly, Gorgian. Yeah, i got to go Perth, Melbourne, Illawarra, and then between South East Melbourne and Sydney. I wouldn't mind five teams. I feel like five teams would be all right, half the league. Um, but it's, it's, just hard. it's, it's just hard to get all the NBL teams over there. I'm sure if there was enough... I, I feel like if it's possible to get all 10 NBL teams there to play some games, but... Um, it's, it's just the fact that the NBL start their season, usually start their season um, early October, whereas the NBA preseason just starts after the NBL season already starts. So that's well, why there's, there's implications. Over. Like uh, I hate that idea. 
I think someone mentioned it that there was, you know, let's play an NBA, let's make an NBA All Stars team versus NBA team. I, I don't like that idea. I, I don't know why. Well, I just I've, I've only seen him do it once. It was against Chinese teams, but. I wouldn't mind like an NBL All-Stars team versus EuroLeague All-Stars team, something like that. But NBL All-Stars team versus an NBA team, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't like that option. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I thought that would give us the best chance to win a game. But anyway. No, I feel like an NBL... Well, I've got a hot take later. Anyway. Oh, he's got a hot take later. He's got a hot, hot take. take. Uh, Sydney Kings import hunt right now. It's been a couple of weeks now and they still haven't got one. Um, there were discussions that we're going to get Matt Mooney, but obviously he's signed in Spain uh, instead. Um, but I feel like they wanted Matt Mooney because Jalen Adams might have been still injured. Um, they were worried about his production. Yeah, but now I don't it's know. Inspiring. But um, it's a really difficult time to get an import right now. I mean, we can sit here and say, you know, this team needs to get rid of this import and, and get another one, or et cetera, et cetera. But it is really tough to find um, a solid import, even a import, you know, listening to... to I mean, it's Steve Taylor's around. Sydney, you can give Steve Taylor a call. I'm just saying. Well, they want a solid <laughs> import, you know, to, to get yeah, a solid import. But, you know, it's some of the big agencies that NBL teams normally communicate to, they're saying they've got zero players on the market right now, on the free agent market. That's how hard it is to find a player... Um, and if you if you there is a player available, they've probably just been released from Europe because they're not good enough, or etc. So it really well, there's one player I know that's available, but he won't come out. It's it's really hard to find an import or a solid import right now. That's why someone should sign Mango Nathiang. Still, I don't know what's going on. Um, well, if Sydney wants a big like that, they can sign Bimbo. That's all I'm saying. If Sydney wanted big, they can sign Bimbo. Bimbo is available. Just saying. But he hasn't played anywhere this season, so I feel like he, he doesn't want to play. I don't I don't know. I don't think he wants to play. I, I don't no think way. Ben Moore wants to play. I, I don't. I, they, I know he's available, but I don't think he wants to play. They officially released RJ Hunter this week, and they elevated Whitey Swakalabulak to a full roster spot. But they still can get an import for us. But congrats to Whitey. Whitey has been yeah very impressive. Most improved for me this season so far. Most improved. Um, yeah. So far. Um. But yeah, it's tough to get an import. Um. Yeah. I don't think I they don't will know get him. You know what? Just keep talking out of retirement. I mean, the reasons why is, is obviously players want NBA 10-day contracts, but I feel like that's kind of died down now a bit, the NBA 10-day contracts plus um, COVID situation, obviously. So teams have some extra imports than, than usual. Um, but, yeah, tough to get import for any team. Um, so expect teams to hold, like, Mikhail McIntosh, who will probably stay for the season. Todd Weavers and Moss. Todd Weavers is just been showing stuff. Yeah. Uh, Martin McIntosh is... Joe uh, Ingles' injury. Terrible, terrible, terrible thing to see. Um, lift ACL. It, it's one of the worst injuries in basketball. Um, so he'll be out for a whole Not year probably. He won't whole... be back till next year. Um, but what does this mean for his NBA career? And is, is is that it for him? Does he now come to the NBL next season? Or he's on a one-year deal? He's, he's oh, yeah, I was going to say, he's out of contract. He becomes a yeah. free agent while he's still recovering from an ACL. It's it's a tough spot to be in for Joe Ingles. But um, I, I still I still feel like he's got plenty in the tank after once he comes He's got plenty in the tank. It just yeah. depends how he recovers. Yeah. But I think Joe, it's time to come home. 
Time to come home it's, once he recovers. Yeah. Well, I, I maybe even maybe home. even recover back home in Australia. Who knows? No, I think he's gonna recover. This. I reckon during the school year, his him and his family, his kids aren't gonna. Well, who knows? I mean, um, he he has started before. He's interested in playing the NBL. And um, I, I feel like he has said before that it's Utah or nothing in the NBA as well because he's it's great for his kids the the spot they're in. So um, if it's not Utah, I feel like it's probably the NBA. I'll probably he, I think like I think he will he won't go to NBA. Europe. He won't go to Europe. It's it's NBA or Utah for him. I feel like, but what do I know? Um, but I I feel I feel like he will be in the NBA. Okay. Um, once he recovers, Melbourne team. He said that before. Um, probably Melbourne United or yeah, Melbourne United. He'll go United till he's next Um, but yeah, doesn't want to go back to Adelaide. Um, but he got to like New Zealand and help them build a culture. Um, yeah, well, I hope he recovers qu- quick enough that he doesn't miss all of next season as well. Um, but yeah, speed recovery for Joe, and um, hopefully see him sooner than later, and he and he comes back healthy. With plenty left in the tank. Um, I want to talk about coaches' challenges. Um, how it can be improved. I think one thing I'm a bit annoyed annoyed at. There's a couple of things I'm annoyed at with the coaches' challenge. Um, firstly, it takes too long. The reason I like watching the NBL a bit more than the NBA, well, mainly last season, they didn't take as long on the replays. You know, to a coaches' challenge takes about two or three minutes out of the game, and it's just you know bit boring to just see the same play over and over again when you can clearly see what the call is already and it, it gives him another two minutes to finally make that call it's it's a bit annoying how long it takes to make that decision also that the one thing that annoys me as well is um how if something happens and players say go look at the screen there's a assistant coach or, or whatever staff member behind the coach got the laptop out watching a game delayed by a couple of seconds, watches it again. Coach says, let me have a look, has a look, and then go, yep, yeah, I'm definitely calling a challenge. I feel like it's a bit unfair. That's a bit, I don't know. Well, it's not like one team does it, every team does it. They do, I yeah. know why they do it. I've, I, I saw, lost. I think it was Simon Mitchell did it in the Gippsland game. I can't remember. Someone did it. I feel like someone's done it multiple times, different teams. You know what it would do? They've got their, I know who runs their, their yeah. program. I'm not going to name them, but... Yeah, I just don't like how it's... They look at the screen and... I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the They should have, like, a DRS time on. They should have 10 seconds to decide that one challenge it all. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't like that. It should be, like, a five-second timer. Um, You know what I mean? They need a time on it. They need something that does. Yeah. Um, But I wasn't sure if they were going to bring it in again. We'll bring it back this season. They have... I gotta say, I'm not a fan of it. What, what do you think, Adam? Are you a fan of the coaches' challenge? Yeah, well, given the fact that we don't have enough technology for the angles, I don't like it. But if we had more technology, then I'd be fine. It just takes too long. It, it takes just need more camera energy out of the just... game, and it's just uh, just the refs there like for the a reason. You know, the concept is fine. Important. It's just how they use it. Yeah. Um, hot take of the week. You want me to go first, or you? Uh, you can go first. All right. Well, I've already basically was about to say it, but my hot take of the week is a NBL team will beat an NBA team in the preseason next season. 
I have a feeling oh, so the NBL well, is getting much fast. better than it was the last few seasons. I mean, we think about Melbourne United losing one point to OKC. Okay, okay, three or four years ago. Now the NBL is much better now. Better quality imports. But the best locals are here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think the NBL t- an NBL team could could be an NBA team. Hundred percent. Okay, if we're going off this year, what team would you have the hottest favourites to win? Melbourne United would have a fair go at the Pistons or the Magic right now. Probably the Pistons. I honestly no, I only had the Magic. Magic. I was just saying the Magic, but the Pistons. Yeah, I, f- I feel like Melbourne United could beat the Orlando Magic right now. That's probably my another hot take in it. But I feel like you know, RJ, RJ Hampton, Mo Bamba, uh, Mo Bamba played against Melbourne United a few years ago for Texas, and I watched him live when they played at at Nata Wanning in a preseason game. He was horrendous. I was like, "How's this guy a top ten draft pick? He was terrible." Um, RJ Hampton, that's great. RJ Hampton, we know how he performs against um, NBL teams. I feel like Melbourne United could beat Orlando Magic right now. If that's hard take, that's that's yeah. That's that's like no, no, that's not bad. What about you? What's your hard take? It's not really a hot take, but Kai Soto, not this year, but a year after, will be in the NBA. He I feel like he free. will be in the NBA next season. I feel like that should be a hot take. He will be in the NBA next season. I feel like he's got a chance. He, he's been playing all right. And NBA likes oh, those, it, those, it, big, it, those big frames. You know what? I'm trying to leave my um, rapid questions, but, but, you know, that's just a hot take. They like the seven foot three guys. Um, but I, I can see him being in the NBA soon. Um, what are your five rapid questions? I'm ready for this. Are you ready? Swapped it well, around can... this week. Here we go. Yeah, well, can best we most improve? No. We'll elaborate on that. Will these three next stars be in the NBL next season? Nikita, Tom Digby, and Ira Hockapoy. Mm. Not because of the NBA, just in general. No, no, and yes. Okay. Would Jared Bethel lost his free year? Sorry? Would Jared Bairstow lost his free deal? No. Well, speaking of Kai Soto, will Kai Soto be the top three of Rookie of the Year candidates? Ooh. I like that one for you. Uh, top three. Did I say yeah. he's going to win? I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, he'll be top three Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And will Jack White be in the NBA in the next few years? No. Right, so who's your top three for the rookies so far? I honestly don't know, but I feel like he'll be up there. He's having a good season. Um, th- th- there hasn't really been a rookie that's completely standard um, that stood out. Well, I don't know how it works with players that got injured last season. I don't know because Jack. I feel like because Jack and Dijon both missed like half the season. Yeah, that should still count. But I don't know. I think Travis up there. Soto, as I said, he'll probably be up there. I would say Besson, but he's an import, so. He- it's not classified as a rookie. Um, maybe Huck Porty. It's just too interesting. Um, Petling, Liafa, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Liafa does count as a clear favorite right now. No. Um, but that's it. You got anything else to add, Aiden, to, to questions or anything else this week? Someone's on Mega. <laughs> we said it every week. Really, someone's on Mega. Um, but yeah, well, I don't know if you remember the Brookhouse. Pete Hooley said they could do with another big Brisbane on the um, that Brisbane South East game when like when Tyra would go in foul trouble. Any team could deal with Mango. We say it each weekend, 
any team. Well, Mango was what at the he was at another game, I think, this week, or he's he might be at the NBA game this week, actually. Um, but anyway, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the NBA News podcast, and uh, see you guys in the next one. Bye.